Welcome to the Fitness and Lifestyle Podcast. I'm your host, Dan Kennedy, and you tune in today because you're sick of trying every fad diet under the sun and training yourself into the ground without seeing any results. That's why I'm here to share the most effective ways to eat and train for sustainable and real results. What's up, guys? Welcome back to this week's episode of the Fitness and Lifestyle Podcast. And before I get stuck into this week's show, I wanted to say a massive thank you to everyone who's been showing their support for the podcast lately, getting more and more downloads, which means we're seeing more and more traction on the show and helping more and more people, which is fantastic because, you know, as you would know if you've been listening to the show for a while, my goal is to help as many people as I possibly can. So the more we can spread the love and share the word about this podcast, the more people we're going to be able to help in the process. So thanks so much for that. And today's episode is going to be an absolute cracker. Uh, I, I did an interview or a bit of a Q&A, I guess, with Chloe Zepanowski, who is a client of mine, a good friend of mine. Mine. Um, she is a YouTuber, so she's got a really big and, and very uh, interactive and engaging uh, YouTube channel. And she also absolutely loves the gym. So she's got an Instagram account, which is dedicated just to fitness. And uh, and as I said, we've been working together for a while now. And she's actually going to be putting up an episode on her, or a vlog, sorry, on her YouTube channel in the next week or so, I believe. Um, a video of one of our training sessions where I kind of go through all the the mental and physical cues about what she should be thinking about while she's training. Um, I believe it was a glute workout that we did. And then part of that video will be a Q&A. And I'm actually using the audio from that Q&A for today's episode. So it's not only going to be beneficial for females, but it's also going to be uh, very beneficial for males as well. Anybody who is interested in training, uh, nutrition, you know, any type of fitness, I guess. The Q&A, we answered some really good questions um, about nutrition, about training. Um, so a massive thank you to Chloe for having me on her channel. And um, and she put up a post on her Instagram story and we had a lot of people kind of send back questions. So we just picked some of the best ones to do for this Q&A. So hopefully you enjoy today's show. If you do, please do take a screenshot of the episode post it on your Instagram story, tag myself, tag Chloe, um, so we can we can get some feedback on what you think of today's Q&A. But that's enough from me now. Let's get stuck into today's episode. So this is my PT, Danny. This is me. The DJK Fitness. The DJK Fitness. <laughs> the DJK Fitness. <laughs> and today we're going to do... Um, answer a few questions i've gotten a heap from you guys so we're just going to answer them today because i'm not Keep actually a pt yeah so i don't really yeah and even even though i am a pt all of the answers to these questions it's um in the end of the day it's just my opinion so um not necessarily saying it's the only way to do things but this is what's worked for me and my clients and and what i've learned over the years as a trainer so take it or leave it yeah <laughs> right so we got Yep. So, what is the role of diet in achieving your goals? So, assuming that it's fat loss or, or even muscle building goals, nutrition, like diet, is up there with probably probably the most important aspect of achieving your goals. Because most of the time, uh, people have a hold of their training. So, if someone wants to get fit, they're most likely already doing the training side of things because it's the most obvious thing to do, and it's definitely not easy, but it's a thing that just becomes just comes more natural. Whereas the nutrition side of things is so important, and if it's if you're not aligning your nutritional intake with um, with your current goal, then you're not going to see the results that you're after. So um, I'm sure you can vouch for me here. Definitely. But like, if I don't eat properly 100%. and I'm training hard, I'll st I'll still be putting on weight if yeah. I'm not eating it like. And I is used it to be. A deficit? 
Your calorie deficit, yeah. So to lose weight, you need to be in a calorie deficit. To gain weight, you need to be in a calorie surplus. But even for someone like myself who years ago was trying to put on weight, my uh, nutritional intake wasn't aligned with my goals. So I was trying to put on weight but not eating anywhere near enough. So I could train as much as I liked, but I was never going to see the results until I got the nutrition side of things down. And then once I did, that's when all the results started to come. And yeah. um, that's usually what happens with any clients that I take on. They're already doing the training side of things. Um, even like Chloe said, like she trains consistently all the time, but just that yeah. change in nutrition can really make a huge difference in what you actually your appearance looks like and how you feel, how you recover, um, and yeah. even how you like sleep and stuff like that. Yeah, sometimes if I am doing meal plan, I just stop exercising so I can focus on that, and on then the I'll fruit. like get back into exercising because I find that I drop weight way quicker when I focus on my eating. Yeah, and, and not so that's much my exercising. I'll add to that quickly that's a good point so like if people often ask me a question like if they're sick or if they're injured what should they do to try and like maintain whatever results they've they've had so far and nutrition is the one thing that you can always control you're not always going to be able to train you know you may not have access to a gym or even access to a space to train yeah. um, where you may be injured but you can always eat well yeah definitely beginners tips when losing weight Oh. I'm losing weight. Losing <laughs> weight. Losing weight. Just put them somewhere. Forget where they are. And then, <laughs> then that's the easiest way to do that. Losing weight. So firstly, as you mentioned, using weight. Using weight. <laughs> yeah. Far out. Just get the question right next time. It'll be easier. Beginner tips when using weight. So if you like going in to do weights yeah. for the first time. All right. So especially for, this is the, uh, especially for the females. So the girls listening and watching this. Weight, don't be scared of weight. So weights are not a bad thing. So the, the most common thing that I get from any girls that I start working with is that they don't want to do weights because they don't want to get big and bulky. But trust me, that is not going to happen. And a, an example that I often use is not doing weights because you're scared of getting big and bulky is very similar to not driving your car in case you become an F1 driver. <laughs> it's not going to happen. Um, I've been trying to get huge for years and it still hasn't happened. So if you figure out how to do it, let me know. Yeah. But um, in the first time or you're a beginner using weights and, and lifting, doing strength training is firstly actually learn the movements properly. So like when even now when Chloe and I do a session together, the focus is always on form yeah. before adding weight to the exercise. Yeah, I have something from this morning. I was actually doing shoulders and I was like trying to go heavy, but I was stuffing up the form Definitely. and then when I went really light I could feel it so much more I feel I'm activating yeah yeah and I often tell people that strength training and lifting weights is a skill just like it is learning to ride a, bike. Know, ride a bike play the guitar or whatever it may be so if you're not practicing it properly then you're not you're never going to do it properly so don't rush learn all the basic stuff first don't worry about all the the crazy stuff you'll see on Instagram and and things that look cool take the time to you know whether it's hire a trainer whether it's go to the gym with a friend that already trains or um, you know go to like a reputable source of uh, learning how to lift properly and yep. just take your time that way as if you would learning anything else I used to um, do cardio all the time yeah like when I was in high school I just did cardio and I was always I never lost weight or anything and as soon as I started doing weights my whole body shape changed changed yeah it's like for the better mm, and like the more lean muscle mass that you have so people think that having lean muscle mass is a bad thing. It's a great thing because the more lean mass you have, the more you can eat without without putting on weight. The faster your metabolism will be. Um, you know, the, obviously the stronger you're going to be. It's the, the benefits of strength training are huge, and not only physical but like 
and again, you could probably um, vouch for this as well, like self-esteem, confidence, definitely. Um, your, your headspace, it's, there's so many benefits. Yeah, if I don't go to the gym for a couple of days, I feel a bit like gross and yeah. anxious. Yeah, you release, like release good endorphins when you go to the gym and yeah, yeah it's just a good feeling. I agree. What to eat after a weight session? Okay. Or yeah, we'll do that. We'll do that first. So what to eat after a weight session? It's a tricky question because they're really, even though there's a lot of information in the health and fitness industry about what diet works best, how many meals you should have per day, all that stuff. In, in the end of the day, it is very irrelevant and it all is very personalized. So it comes down to how much energy you're taking in. So how many calories you're taking in for the day. If you're taking in less than you're burning, so you're burning more energy than you're taking in, then you'll lose body fat regardless of what you eat after the gym or when you eat after the gym. If you're eating too many calories, regardless of whether it's good or bad food, so you can still put on weight eating healthy foods. So it comes down to the overall amount you eat. So if you like to finish the gym and not eat for a while because you never really feel that hungry, then if that's what works for you, then stick to it. Might have another person who enjoys having like a large meal with you know protein, a lot of carbs and some veggies or whatever after they train, if that works for them. As long as at the end of the day they've stuck to their, their intake that they need to eat to either lose body fat or build muscle, then they're gonna see the results. So change your mindset from specific meals, like you know what you're eating at what time of the day, to more so how much you're eating over the span of a day, over the span of a week, and being consistent with it. Because one, like one good or one average, not average, but one good week or month is way better than a few perfect days. Yeah. Of consistency. What do you reckon? What like, what's your favourite meal after a gym anyway? Because there is people like I. I love having a big meal after I go to the gym. There's always yeah. like some form of um, high quality protein and and some veggies and carbs. That's what I enjoy. I don't know yeah. what's what's yours. I am like full protein shake girl. If I can find a smoothie somewhere, that's yeah. my go-to after gym, or like chicken rice with something. Mm. Yeah, some sort of protein. Yeah. Yeah, there's a bit of a myth that you need to get in a protein shake straight after the gym. That's not the case, but you should be aiming to get in a good quality source of protein within the first couple of hours. So yeah. most of the time, that a lot of the time, that will be a protein shake because it's convenient. Yeah. You may not feel yeah. like eating. You could get a smoothie or whatever it may be, and it's just easy to get protein in. So if that's what works for you, then just stick to that. And I usually fast okay. in the mornings. Like I'll yeah. go to the gym not eaten. Not eaten. Not eaten. <laughs> Without having eaten. And then I'll like eat after. Whether it's like a protein shake yeah. straight after and then I'll get food. Yeah, it's and good. Eat food. I might actually cut, touch on that quickly. Yeah. So is it good with to the, fast or what? Yeah, so that's so intermittent fasting in particular is very popular at the moment. And like Chloe said, she may fast some days in the morning and then eat after she trains. So that's awesome and there's like there's nothing bad about that. Um, and if that's what suits you and your lifestyle, then go for it. But the most important thing to understand is that if Chloe fasts in the morning and then eats like crap for the rest of the day and eats too many calories, yeah. even though she's fasted, she can still put on weight if she eats yeah, too much. Yeah, definitely. So if I you're eating, like, sorry, sorry, you go. I feel like if I fast in the morning, cause I'll eat heaps throughout the day if I have breakfast straight yeah. and I'll eat all my calories and then at night I'll be like, I'm gonna eat. Yeah, exactly. So it like it gives me less time to eat. That's right. So if, if Chloe's meant to eat, let's say just a random example, 1,700 calories for the day. Yep. If she eats that from the moment she wakes up till the moment she goes to bed, or if she eats it after the gym till she goes to bed, it's still the same amount of food. Yeah. It's just 
more suitable for her because in the morning like she may not be hungry, but she's hungry at night. Yeah, cool. exactly. That one. Deadlifts and hip thrusts. We'll do the hip thrust bit. Yep. So hip thrust. Um, this is probably one. Uh, male and female, but um, obviously hip thrust is an exercise pretty common that girls enjoy doing in the gym. Uh, it's a great exercise for glutes, probably one of the best exercises to build up your strength and size of your glutes. Um, and Chloe's been getting nice and strong at it lately. <laughs> 160. Yeah, hey. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but <laughs> the hip thrust, so it's, a, it's actually a pretty basic way to set up, and I guess it's a little bit hard to explain just standing here telling you or if you're listening to the podcast but basically you want the box that you're using to be in line with the middle of your back so mid back is where the box should be so you're sitting relatively close your heels should be nice and close to your body because if they're too far away from your body you're going to feel it in your hamstrings now this is completely different to any other exercise in the gym but you actually want to stay rounded so your shoulders should stay rounded your head should stay tucked forward so you're looking forward the whole time and the only reason we do that is so that your pelvis stays tucked under when you push your hips up and you don't overextend. So if you're leaning back on the bench uh, with your head up towards the roof, then the chances are your lower back is kind of going to go into that position and you're just going to push up with your lower back. So we actually made the change a few weeks ago with Chloe's and it was literally pretty much the only change was just the head yep. movement and it was completely different. And um, shoulders as well. It helps. Rounded so shoulders and head, yeah. And now she's getting way more activation from her glutes, which, yep. you know, like uh, we did what like we I think before we did the 160 we were oh, done we like done maybe 80. like 80 yeah ever and then one day we we're just like let's see how we can go with the new form and went from literally 80 to 160 in the in the day now I'm back down to 60 and I'm struggling on that yeah. <laughs> but higher reps but the the form is as any other exercise same as any other exercise extremely important um, but that hip thrust one is is um, a good one and you can actually go back. Uh, might be on ZepFit yep. or it might be on my Instagram, but there's a video where I kind of go through the, the cues you need to think about while you're doing it. Um, so go and check that out. Definitely. Um, I showed Sharon that form as well. Yeah. She's like, oh my God, I feel it so much more in my glutes. Yeah, it's funny. Like you, you can have someone who's trained for forever and they, they look good, they feel good, they think they've, they've been doing it perfectly and you can make one like small adjustment. Um, it might even be like a hand position on an upper body movement. It could be like something as simple as where your chin is or what where your eyes are looking and yeah. all of a sudden you feel it completely different um how to lose belly fat best thing to lose lower stomach fat yeah the tire that all of us girls get the tire the baby protector <laughs> <laughs> so unfortunately it would be amazing if you could but you can't spot reduced body fat and what i mean by that is i can't go uh Just all right my else. lower abs yeah, I kind of go like my lower abs have body fat on there and I want to make them leaner so I'm going to do a heap of abs. It just doesn't work like that. It'd be amazing if it does, if it did, but it doesn't. So to lose body fat in a specific area that you feel like you're holding body fat in more so than others. So like for males, a lot of the time it is the lower abs. For females particularly, it's usually around the hips or, um, or again through the lower abs. To lose that body fat, it just does come down to losing overall body fat percentage. Yeah. So you just got to be patient don't focus on that specific area because if you're constantly doing things in the hopes that you're going to lose it in that specific area, it doesn't work like that. But I promise you that eventually if you do just be consistent with eating in a calorie deficit and training well and focusing on those two things, then the rest will take care of itself and it will eventually reduce. It's just going to be, it might just take longer to leave or to lose the fat from there than it may for somewhere else. Like I have friends that just look shredded 
in their yeah. abs year round, but they hold all of their body fat in their legs. Whereas I'm the opposite. My That's arms cool. and legs look the same all the time, but my abs is where I hold most of my fat. So yeah, everyone's it's different. just a genetic thing. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, protein intake for women. Yep. So if you're if you're someone who is becoming a bit more aware of like how much you're taking in, which I would highly recommend, um, something that you've done. Isn't it? Yeah, yeah, becoming a lot like more in the aware last of it. Six months to a year. Yeah, and on that, like I, I just compare this to knowing your numbers in a business or knowing how fast you're driving in a car or how much fuel you got left in the car. If you don't know your numbers, you're just, you're just guessing. So you, you really can't be disappointed with results that you don't see if you're not even aware of what you're currently doing to yeah. try and get those results. So. Protein for women, it, to be honest, is very similar, if not the same, as men. I would always recommend at least two grams of protein per kilo. So if you weigh 60 kilos, you should be aiming to get in 120 grams of protein per day at least. Really? Yeah. Wow, okay. And, and on that, because this is a very common thing as well, 120 grams of protein is not 120 grams of chicken. So, so 120 grams of protein is actually quite a bit and if you're someone that's never really been aware of it, it can be, at the start you're just like, you know, holy crap, this is a lot of protein to get in. But like I said, if you're a bit more aware of how much you're eating, if you're having your protein after you train or before you train, if you're uh, trying to get lean protein with your meals, regardless of whether you're vegan, not vegan, whatever it is, yeah. there's plenty of sources of protein and once you get the hang of it, it's actually quite easy. But um, yeah. If I'm like snacking, I'll go for like protein shake. Yeah, <laughs> that's good. Every time I want a snack, I'm like protein shake. Protein shake. Yeah, if you think you're hungry, have like a protein shake. Wait 20 minutes, and then if you're still hungry, eat. But most of the time, it's just in your head. Yeah, I always think if I can eat a meal with veggies, then I'm hungry. But oh, if I can't, if I just want lollies, then yeah, I'm just craving. All right, what's next? I'm sorry. <laughs> Stay away. <laughs> How long does it take to see results? Yeah, it, it does vary, but... Depends on how hard yeah, you the one, Yeah, the one thing I will say is that as much as people don't want to hear this, you want to lose body fat as slow as possible and gain, gain muscle or gain weight as slow as possible because the faster you lose the body fat, the more likely you're going to put it back on and the more likely you're going to lose muscle mass in the process. The faster you gain weight, obviously, the more likely it's going to be body fat. So if I've got someone that's trying to lose, let's say, three kilos, ideally, I wouldn't want them to lose that in any less than, let's say, four to five weeks. Because yeah. I could easily give them a plan that's going to get them to lose that, that amount of weight in one to two weeks. That's, it's easy to do. You could probably put together, whoever's watching or listening this could put together a plan where you could get someone to lose that weight in one, two weeks. But I've lost two kilos in a week before. It's not sustainable, is it? No, you put it straight back on. If you're not meal planning properly, consistently, you just put it straight back on. Yeah, and more often than not, if you're losing weight that quickly, your approach is going to suck. So you're not really going to enjoy the way you're eating or training. So yeah, yeah you it might lose last. it, but yeah, it's not going to it's not going to be sustainable. So in the end of the day, it's it's not really worth it if you're if those those results you have for like a few days or a week. Yeah, and you hate the whole process. Definitely. That's all the questions. Easy, that was all the good ones anyway. Yeah. <laughs> They're all pretty similar, like they everyone are asks very similar. about nutrition, how to lose weight. One more I will I will just add in because it is it kind of popped up a little bit here, but it's a question that I get all the time is yeah. specifically with the glutes, so building up the booty, 
how do you do it? It's a big one these days. It is. What is? Building up the booty. Or, the booty. <laughs> <laughs> um, the, the best way to do it is to literally to get stronger over time. So to, to make your body change, you have to give it a reason to. So doing like countless body weight squats or countless donkey kickbacks or exercises that are really good for activating your glutes will not build up your glutes. So to actually build a muscle and your glutes are a muscle just like your biceps are or your leg, um, you know, your quads or your back, whatever. To do that, you need to give it a reason to grow. So some of the best exercises that I will recommend if you are starting to, to use the gym, one which we've already gone over here is the, the hip thrust, whether it's a barbell hip thrust or adding a dumbbell to your hips or whatever. Second one is Romanian deadlift, which is predominantly for hamstrings and glutes. Third one is squats, obviously there's heaps of variations, barbell, dumbbell at your chest, whatever. Um, leg press is another extremely good one. Step ups are really good for the glutes. And then the other one that I throw in a lot with my clients, which is not necessarily one that people would go to straight away, is heavy sled pushes. So loading up, loading up a, a sled, if you don't have one in your gym, another really good way to do it is to use the treadmill and just leave the treadmill off and just hold on to the, the rail at the front of the treadmill. But they're all kind of like your exercises that will give you the most bang for your buck. The, the exercises like crab walks and stuff like that with bands and you know, hip thrusts with no weight and like I said, donkey kicks and things like that are awesome exercises to activate your glutes. But doing just countless reps of that will not grow your glutes to probably what you're after. So then if you're like starting out, it's, you can't go like straight away to like 50 kilo. Exactly, exactly right. Heaps of these people are beginners as well. Yeah, and that's that's kind of comes back to what we were talking about before. Like Getting take your time, to. build it up. Don't stress about adding heaps of weight just because you saw, yep. you know, you might have seen a video like of Chloe doing a weight that you think you'd love to be able to do that weight, but you got to realize that she's been doing it for a long time now. So take your time with it. Don't worry about what anyone else is doing. Yep. Make sure you, you're taking your time to learn the right exercises, and um, the rest will take care of itself. All right, Chloe, thanks so much for having me on your show today for YouTube and thank you for coming to join me on the podcast because as I said at the start of the show like heaps of obviously girls are going to tune into today's show but there's so much information in there that applies to both male and female yep. um, so thanks for coming on the show guys if you want to see more of Chloe's content which I'm sure you're already following along with her social media stuff anyway I'll put the link to her YouTube channel and her Instagram she's got two Instagrams that uh, I guess personal one and uh and a fitness one as well which has a lot of good content stuff from our sessions that we do together um plenty of stuff that chloe does on her own as well and i believe you have a fitness line coming out soon i do i do in Is about that a month to be time. on the podcast yep it can be on the podcast i haven't really announced it properly yet but it's on the podcast now it's on so, the podcast. <laughs> so that i'll uh i'll keep you guys up to date with when that comes out as well because there's some really cool gear um obviously for females i probably won't be wearing any of it um i, I reckon wear we could get you in the crop top i wouldn't have thought <laughs> um, i'll give you a hat but guys thanks for tuning in today appreciate it um chloe thanks for coming on the show i really do appreciate you taking the time to come in and um, we'll do another episode at some time sometime in the near future. Thanks for having me. Problem, no problems at all. Guys, thanks for tuning in. As I said at the start of the show, if you've enjoyed the episode, please do take a screenshot and post it on your Instagram story. Tag myself, tag Chloe. We'll, um, we'd love to see your feedback on the episode. And like I said, we'll do another one in the future. Hope you guys enjoy the rest of your day. Bye. All right, guys, before I wrap up today's episode, I just wanted to make a bit of an announcement, I guess. 
in 2017 in December, myself and a great friend of mine, Michael Klim, did a 24-hour sled push challenge to raise money and awareness around mental health and in particular for the Beyond Blue Foundation. And we managed to raise uh, just over $10,000, which was amazing. It was one of the coolest things I've ever done. We actually did a podcast and a full YouTube vlog on it, so you can go and check that out. But the big announcement is that we're doing it again this year, and I can't wait. I'm absolutely pumped for it. So on the 7th till the 8th of December this year, from 6 p.m. on Friday till 6 p.m. on Saturday, I'll be pushing a sled nonstop at KB Performance down in Coburg here in Melbourne. Um, the same thing, to raise money and awareness around mental health. Um, it's extremely important topic and something that I'm really passionate about. And obviously, we hope to raise even more money this year, create more awareness and get more people involved. So there will be a link in the show notes today for you guys to come down to the event. So um, there's a Facebook event that I've made so you can check out some more details or, or feel free to donate if you'd like to donate to the cause. But it's going to be great fun. I cannot wait for it and I'd love for you to get involved. So make sure you check out that link. Uh, and again, thanks for tuning in to today's episode. Um, I hope you did enjoy it and I can't wait to chat to you again in next week's show.